Hello everyone, I'm Annie Gibbons and you're listening to Memoirs of Successful Women, the podcast where you get to hear candid conversations with fascinating women from around the globe who share aspects of their business and life journey, how they measure their success and what they have learnt along the way. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Memoirs of Successful Women. Today, I am interviewing Sheila Farr, who is the owner of Gulf Coast Consulting, and she created this company after 25 years working in the HR industry to really help businesses and individuals, groups, whoever, to achieve their next level of success. She's all about success, and she's super passionate about optimism. So welcome to the program, Sheila. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Why do you call yourself the eternal optimist? Where does that come from? Well, just because I am. I mean, I'm just a happy person, I think, by nature. Um, And I really uh, try to attack every day with optimism and just a a note of positivity. And I found that the more I do that, the more it uh, opens my eyes and my heart to kind of those things and helps me um, manage things better. whatever emotions feelings uh business when bad things you know happen to me it's like uh i I feel like i have something a little extra to to lean on with that so um i just i love being a cheerleader for other businesses and just trying to encourage people so it's i mean it's fun you know it's fun (laughs) It is certainly more fun being an optimist and being the cheerleader. Um, And it's easier for people who have that natural tendency, right? So some people just have that, you know, half glass full. Many of us also, I'm probably a glass overflowing just with enthusiasm uh, (laughs) for different things. And so how do you find people come through, you know, after your years of, of, of working when they aren't a natural optimist? How do you turn that around? How do you help people with that mindset? Well, it's fun and it seems like it's uh, a little bit infectious at times, you know, whenever you, you find business owners that are kind of struggling in what they're doing uh, and they're, you know, they're just not, they're just not in a happy place anyway with their business or, or just anything. If you start showing them all the opportunities and possibilities that they have uh, for growth, for change, for development, then, uh, you know, they start to kind of you can just feel it's just a complete different feeling. Uh, people just kind of lighten up and they sit up straighter and, you know, mm. a smile comes on their face, you know, and they're not so downtrodden, you know, <laughs> there's a sense of hope in them. So yeah. um, I just, I love doing that. And it's, it's super easy when you're connecting people with their passions, when you're uh, showing them, you know, better ways to do the things that they love that are going to be more profitable, more beneficial, uh, and more um, just able to, uh, sustain in business. I, I, I love it. It's just, it's, it's just fun. Again, it's just a fun thing that I'm so fortunate to have an opportunity to do every single day. So oh, you're perfect for it. That's for sure. <laughs> so those people who do come to you, you know, disheartened, they're obviously coming for business coaching, transformation, all of that. And they don't have a positive outlook. They're not optimistic. They do come, you know, shoulders slouch, body sort of, you know, slumped. Um, hard to crack a smile. Uh, what are the main reasons do you find that people come? What's what's taken them to that journey, to that moment? Oh gosh, it could be different things for different people. Um, first of all, I think some people are just have that disposition. You know, you have some people that just 
I mean, that's just the way they are. They're just kind of flatline, matter of fact, and it's hard to kind of uh, ignite enthusiasm in them. Um, and it could be for any reason. I mean, you know, personally, they could have all kinds of, of personal problems or any sort of personal problem. And then in business, which is what I deal with, you know, mostly, um, you know, they, they could have been a small business owner that's, you know, been in business for a number of years and they're just not making money or they're, you know, their, their processes aren't working or they can't keep team members, um, you know, and all sorts of things just kind of keep, uh, frustration, I think, on people sometimes and confusion. They don't know what to do. And especially with what we've just gone through in, in the world with, with the pandemic and how that's forced people to look at, at different ways of doing business. Uh, some people just don't know how to do things. And yeah. if, you know, if you're not tech savvy and you can't take your business online and you don't know how to, like everybody says, uh, pivot. If you, know, if you can't pivot your business into something that, that you can do virtually, uh, yeah, that, that would be, you know, very frustrating and it has been for a lot of people but yeah. it's um you know it's it's really good when people come and they're like they don't know what to do and they're just open to whatever you know and they say okay just give me something that will work for me and I'm like all right you're in the right place I love it let's do this so um you know it's, it's you know and you just try and explain uh a few concepts and processes and and usually they it turns them right around now sometimes yeah. it aggravates people and it irritates them because, you know, they're like all sad and you're trying to pump, pump them up and encourage them, you know, and they're just not ready for it. So a little bit of it, I mean, you got to find a balance too, right? Um, you know, some people aren't quite ready to receive that. So you just kind of have to play it by ear and just maybe boom feed just a little bit at a time until they're ready for the whole dose of it. Yeah. <laughs> well said, there's a lot of elements of change management and it's, it's drip feeding that as well. And a lot of that is uh, developing trust uh, because when they've been hurt or let down or things haven't been working and, and they would have obviously often by the time they've come out to a consultant, uh, they have tried a lot of things and they've, they've accepted advice from other people. And so they're at a level of, you know, is this one going to work? So mm -hmm. I can I can totally understand the mindset. So when they come across someone who's all peppy and positive and, oh, okay, well, let's just really get into this, uh, it can be a very hard uh, journey for them because I find that people are sort of like going, okay, well, what are you going to do that's different for me, uh, which is fascinating. Uh, the other bit is you mentioned the word pivot, and I think that's, you know, that is the buzzword at the moment, particularly as we respond to the pandemic and, and you know, where you've got to all pivot. But pivoting still means that if you, you were going one way, you can pivot to the other way, which is all fine. But if you don't know what that other way is, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it, people can say, well, why don't you just pivot your business? But that's right. If you've always been office-based, more paper-based, um, you know, face-to-face -face coaching, training, all of that sort of thing, and then someone just goes, just pivot your business, you've got to be quick and agile and responsive, then it must be fascinating. I'd love to hear from you because, of, you know, your expertise in HR, how have people processed that? And what does that actually mean? How hard is it for them to learn those new skills to be able to pivot a business? Well, I think it's, uh, it's of course, it's different for everybody. But for the most part, people have skills and abilities in their business and uh, opportunities in their business that they haven't really thought about or they hadn't really thought about before. Um, so even in our business, uh, I was speaking with somebody the other day and they're like, 
man, knowing you, I know that you, you, you do things very, um, I'm very regimented in the way that I, I process things and do things, even though I'm a happy little person, I'm very structured. Uh, you know, I'm, I have a flighty personality, but when it comes to business, I'm all business. Um, so somebody was speaking with me the other day and they're like, I'm looking at your offerings on your website and there's so many different things. And I'm like, I told them, I said, that's because I give people what they need. So if somebody yeah. asks me if I do things, then I find a way to do that. If it, you know, if I have the ability or skill to do that, or I know somebody that can can do that for people, then I, I do that. So, and I think that a lot of the businesses that I've worked with, uh, especially over the past six or eight months, uh, insurance companies, you know, it's like, well, we just do insurance. Well, no, you do more than insurance. You can train people. You can train small business owners how to uh, manage their insurance needs. Uh, in all these various different areas, you know, so you can be a trainer, you're not, you know, you don't have to be just an insurance company. Um, and for mm -hmm. physical therapists, uh, you know, there's telehealth. So how, how do you transition into telehealth for small practices? So uh, I've, I've had a really good time working with people. And thankfully, they've kind of opened up and have been real open to, to doing some different things, mm -hmm. and kind of stepping out of those comfort zones and really being innovative about the way that they look at what they do. So that's been the exciting thing about, about the whole past couple of months. And I think even on into uh, 2021, we can look forward to more of that. And I love that. I think that's just, it's the coolest thing because now like the expert is, you know, is where, where the, where the, where the wealth and where the excitement is in people. So if you have an experience, a life experience or something that you've had, that you've done in your work, uh, now you can train people and teach people and share people and you actually become somebody else's survival guide. So yeah. I think that's a really neat thing. Oh, I love that term, be a survival guide to someone else. I, I might even take that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think it's, it's really interesting because I find that the people who have a business that they started for a very specific reason, very purpose-driven uh, they can be the ones who find it harder to pivot because they've they've started their business because of what they have to offer and what they're wanting to give, right? And then um, what you're saying is exactly right, that you then have to go, okay, well, I want to give this, but if no one wants to receive it in that way at this time, you don't have a business, you've just got a hobby <laughs> or a passion. And then being able to go, okay, well, what does my... Um, my market need and so for example exactly what you've said in your business which I think is wonderful and I've done that as well it's kind of like going okay well how do we adapt our product to what they're actually requiring and sometimes it can be one product that you just offer in more bite-sized ways flexible right. online whatever and then other times it actually means no one's buying this product at the moment so I'll actually create a whole new business arm Right. And so that's where the comfort zone just gets totally smashed <laughs> because it's like, well, I don't, that's right. I'm really confident in what I do and what I offer in my business. And you have had success in that. So it throws that confidence factor because then all of a sudden it's like, okay, but you're telling me I now need to, you know, that's right, become a coach in the business of this product that I sell or be able to, like insurance, offer something completely different. Yeah. Uh, you know, how do you help people through that process? You know, I think that's the beauty of being a, an entrepreneur um, yeah. is that you're, you're, you have more freedom to do that. Uh, and I've, I've worked with 
smaller companies that have been able to do that. And it's, it's, you know, been a bit of a process, you know, just showing them uh, from a, from a monetary standpoint, how that could impact their business. Okay. So you can have all of these employees and you can lay them off and nobody works, or you can make these two adjustments and do something just a little bit different. And you still have people that are working, you still have an income. Um, so, you know, you just take it small and it's, it's, it's bit by bit. And I know in my practice, my practice, I, I'm a, I consult for education and training. So I go into places and look and see where they, where they have needs or where they need to make uh, business adjustments because I've done some, a ton of strategy and things like that. I also do human resources because I've been a human resources director, but that's not what I do. But over the past couple of months, I've had the opportunity to reach out and be a virtual HR person to people, small businesses that needed, you know, help with HR and the people that they worked with before are now out of business because, you know, nobody's working right now. So I'm like, Hey, I can, I can do that for you. You need a handbook. I can make handbook. You need compliance. I can do that checklist. I can do all that. So, um, you know, I just, you can just kind of draw on what your experience is and, you know, just look at the organization and, Honestly, I tell everybody, just start small, just look in your community and, and see what your community needs. And just, if, if you, ha if it's in your ability to meet the needs of the people just right here in your community, just reach out and do that. Uh, because I mean, people need things, you know, and, and they're going to come to you and they know you. And like you said, they trust you. Yes. And, you know, definitely that's, and then that's a way to kind of build your network with that then. So your small community knows that you do this and they're going to share it with their friends. And then, you know, it just, and before you know it, you're talking to someone in Australia, right on the other side of the world from you. And exactly. you know, the beauty of it. So it is the beauty of it. And I think it's good um, wise advice for those listening in to to know that sometimes you think, oh, well, I've got to do something completely different, or I've got to have this big shift into a whole new industry. And that's actually the opposite. You know, mm -hmm. you've you've got your your market right in front of you. You know, if you've been in an industry, you're obviously there for a reason. You've got a right. massive skill set in that area. You've got a, your all of your your networks are there. It's actually just tapping into what you naturally do and love, and just finding out what their needs and and doing a readjustment. So a lot of the the pivot is the step before the pivot is actually just the realignment with where you are most suited to being and then what growth uh, you require to be able to then be able to do that in a whole new way and it's fun learning new stuff right I, I I'm a learning sponge I so I love it unlike you so Any let's <laughs> let's have a little look into your journey then because those listening in love hearing you know the journeys of women so what has been your your business journey and what have you learned along the way uh, oh my goodness well uh, I'll tell you I've had some really neat experiences along the way and I started out and I've done human resources I've worked in medical practices I was in the military for a while too so I have that experience uh, but I'm like you, I love learning. So I have been a lifelong student and I just, I love going to school and I just, you know, just build degrees and certificates just because I love learning new things. So um, I think probably one of the most, one of the biggest lessons or experiences I've just had is, has happened within the past couple of weeks, maybe the past four or five weeks, uh, just as, as we're, um, kind of looking at, at what we're thinking of doing for the next year and planning for 2021 and looking at the way that we've done things in the past, you know, it just kind of occurred to me that uh, there are a ton of things that I could be doing that even I wasn't doing. Mm -hmm. So um, 
I, I had a, I'm just kind of one of those moments where I was speaking with, with another coach and they were talking uh, about some things that uh, they were going through with their students an exercise that they were thinking of going through and coaching. And she was like, do you mind if I share it with you? And I'm like, well, no, let's, you know, go ahead for it. So she starts, you know, asking some questions and she's digging into things. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, and some of it was personal and some of it was, was professional. And then I'm like, oh, wow. Well, I never thought of things exactly that way. And I especially never examined myself in that particular manner, you know, about, and I'm, it's, it was funny for me because I'm a big proponent of, um, personality testing and knowing your, you know, what your, what your preferences are, what your behaviors are. And I do that for other people, but I really had never in many years done it for myself. So now having somebody do that for me and just kind of shine a light on me, you know, just turn that mirror around and let me really take a look at it to see what was really going on in my business and in my life at this particular time. And I'm thinking, gee whiz, I'm playing small. I'm doing yeah. all these things that, you know, that, that I'm comfortable with, but with just a little bit of stretching, and this is what I teach others, right? Just change just a little bit. Look at what all these other wonderful big things that I could be doing and how many other people I could be serving. Yeah. So, you know, my, my, my biggest lesson that I've learned in my journey is just always keep your eyes open uh, to see where you can serve and, and look for needs that you can meet along the way, because those oftentimes, um, will open the most beautiful doors mm. and the most amazing opportunities and adventures for you. And those things to me, I feel like are just so enriching uh, to your life, you know, and I, we always say, well, we talk about success as though it's a, you know, a destination, but it's truly not. I don't think it is. I think it's a, a beautiful journey, you know? So I just uh, have learned to be thankful for the things that I have and in the places where I am and really stop and be um, aware of what's going on, you know, with the people in my life and the people in my business. And just sometimes I look back and I'm like, man, that is that's amazing. <laughs> look at all the things, look at all the amazing things and the amazing people, you know, and just everything, just the beautiful places and the music and the food. And, you know, just, I, I to me, that's just, that's the coolest thing ever. And I think it, it's a shame that oftentimes, and I'm in my mid fifties now that we don't do that sooner in life. You know, I'm fired. Exactly. You know, how wonderful would it be if you were in 20 and you could appreciate all those wonderful things and all the experiences that you have, the good and the bad, you know, in, in your personal life and in business and, and how they change you and enrich you and grow you and put you in positions to help other people. Mm. Uh, because for me, that's what I love. I mean, that to me, that's what it's all about. It's just sh sharing what you have and bringing people along with you because that's mm. half the fun of it right there. <laughs> So true. So true. I know we're both passionate advocates for, you know, both women in our fifties now saying, gosh, I wish I knew this earlier and this earlier and that earlier. However, you also have to go through your own journey to, le to learn those um, messages as a, as a truth for you. So it's, it's a balance, isn't it? What have yeah. you been your biggest challenges then in that journey? You've been in HR and you're a natural fit. Have you had any specific challenges that you went, I, I took a path for a little time in there and it wasn't right for me and I knew it wasn't a good fit? I have done that. Um, I'm a people pleaser or used to be a people pleaser. Uh, you know, really because people oftentimes who love to serve others will uh, serve others at and neglect themselves yes or you know kind of put what their what their needs or or uh talents or anything that they desire on the back burner and i think i did that for uh 
in business, especially for a long, long time. And actually, that's how I got to my business um, because I was in a, in a place where I was working for an organization and it was a privately owned company, loved it, had the most dynamic team I've ever worked with. Uh, we were building business, we were serving the community, and then um, things changed and we became owned by a corporate entity. And that kind of shifted the whole feel of the organization, the climate and everything. Um, and some people did really well and they excelled in that environment. But for me, I felt kind of stifled and um, just boxed in. And if I don't have the freedom to be uh, creative or innovative or impactful, then I don't do well. And so I think that's yeah. what, you know, that's kind of, yeah, it, it really did. So I, you know, I just started thinking, well, I'm helping my friends do these things in training and I'm helping this business do this kind of on the side. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if I could really just do this, you yeah. know, so, so, so the next thing I know, I'm standing up a little flag with a name on it and I have a business and, you know, now I, I have a business and it's great. And I get to do the things that I love to do and the things that I'm good at. And I do get to make a large impact on uh, people and the way that they live and the way that they think about business. So it's, it's really it's, it's been a blessing. Mm. I think you've nailed it on that moment that you, you realize I would, I'm really an entrepreneur, you know, or even a solopreneur at, at the beginning, you know, so uh, that, that feeling of, it, it is like an entrapment of, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm good at what I do, you know, it doesn't mean that you're not, but you're always serving someone else. You're probably going overboard because you're dedicated you've got all these great qualities but you then um give and give and give and for someone else's gain which is you know it's not as if we don't want them all to do well and then having that moment of oh my goodness I could do this for myself what was the feeling there because it often comes with an excitement it's a real light bulb moment I wonder if I'd be capable of setting up my own business what sort of skills do I need? Very big change, obviously, and risk and emotional roller coaster of what would it take for me to back myself and then set up my own business. But then it suddenly gets super exciting. It's like a drug, right? Of like, I could do this and this and this and this. But then saying that, you can then easily within a year be burnt out because you're then spending way more hours than you did before when you're being a servant to others. And you're also then massively in debt. <laughs> So it's like this, it's a really great, I think that are those words that you use, freedom, you know, mm -hmm. freedom and opportunity and, and continual growth and all of that are wonderful and they activate. And I, I do both. I, you know, I work um, as an iHealth charity CEO and also on a couple of boards. And then I also am an entrepreneur in my business. And so you, you, I, I, and I've coached so many people over the years that have gone through all these cycles. How was it for you when you suddenly went, you, you know, you worked in HR for 25 years, you know, mm -hmm. you suddenly go, oh my gosh. I could do this myself and put up my little sign. But what was the process like? Um, well, I often tell people I'm a person of faith. So I always say it was like a holy push. It was like, you know, the Lord was like, here, it's time for you to do something different. Now get out of the nest and, and go. Uh, but yes, there was a huge level of excitement, enthusiasm. And then me saying, why didn't I do this earlier? You know, I'm so passionate now. You know, I have so much fire. I'm ready to go and do this. Yeah. You know, but it is a process. And so, for me, because I already told you, I'm a very, I'm a planner and, and a, a strategist. So, yeah. you know, I, I wanted to be sure that I wouldn't be the person that was burned out in a year or broke in a year. 
Um, so I just really, I sat down with everything that I thought I wanted to do in that business. Uh, I, and I just kind of jotted, I'm a big mind mapper. I love like getting everything that's in here because I have monkey mind is what I call it. You know, it just goes all crazy. All place. Place. Yeah. It's all over, all over the place. So I got everything out of my monkey mind onto a piece of paper and then kind of organized it in, in um, uh, kind of compartments, just compartmentalized the things that I could do. Um, and then I sat down with a calendar and kind of strategically put things on a calendar. And then I looked at my money, which I should have done first, but I did last. Um, and just, just to make sure that I knew what I needed to do, that I, I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of setting goals and taking steps toward those goals. So I think that kind of helped me uh, be a little more successful than, than some in that area, because I was very strategic, even though I, um, I knew it was what I wanted to do. I started kind of uh, baby stepping toward it. Yeah. So even when I was in the other job, uh, in the evenings, I would go home and just meticulous planning, yes. you know, and just make, you know, start to do a couple of little things that I could do in the evenings or on the weekend. So I could just kind of baby step and just kind of dip my toes into the water to see yeah. you know, how it felt. And, um, you know, it just grew from there, you know, so it was, you know, just kind of slow and gradual. It wasn't a big, you know, I'm through with you. I'm taking my box and I'm going, you know, away kind of thing when I went with the other job, it was just kind of, okay, I'm going to, I'm doing this this weekend and doing that this weekend, you know, and it was funny because people would see me, you know, cause I'm advertising, you know, here in the, in the community yeah. with people that I work with. And they're like, what is this thing you're doing? What are, what is this place you're speaking at? Who are these people you're talking to? You know, so there was really kind of a neat thing, but it's been a very, it's been a beautiful progression into something that's, that's kind of cool. And the neat thing for me is now uh, my former employers, actually two of them, actually I consult for them. So it's, it's really kind of cool. <laughs> that is a win-win, isn't it? <laughs> well done you. So what have you been your biggest joys, you know, after this big journey of, you know, being an employee, setting up your own business, being able to grow it and you just love it and you just look so happy in it. It was really rewarding. Now you get to help other people. What are the, what are the biggest, biggest joys? If you could sort of tap into, okay, well, what, what two or three things have been, you just went, oh, just so happy that I did this. Well, I think um, one of the things is definitely uh, writing books because I've had the opportunity to be part of a couple of anthologies just this year and have two books published. Uh, and then that leads to speaking to, to people about the things that we're writing about. Um, and now I've got another, actually I've got two or three books that are coming out next year. You know, and I've always wanted to be a writer and I've always wanted to be a best-selling writer. So now I'm a two-time best-selling author. Yeah. Um, awesome. And I'm, you know, looking forward to, to what 2021 brings. So that's definitely been a good thing. So I've been able to kind of um, bring those things into my business because they're the, what I'm talking about is, is uh, finding your voice and kind of knowing where you fit in in the world and what you really want to do. And then how to actually step out and launch your business. So those are the two things that, that I've been writing about. And then for next year, it's a little bit more of the same, but on a personal level, like how do you overcome the things that hold you down in business? But how do you overcome personally some things that hold you back? Like when I realized I was playing small, but now I've had 25 years of, of this behavior and, and this serving other people and being the people pleaser, how do you turn that around and then become a successful business person? You know, so... Um, you know, just having the opportunity to do things like that, things that I've always wanted to do, but never really had an opportunity to do or the time to do. Mm -hmm. um, 
So those have been some really good things. And then just, just speaking with people and meeting people like you uh, all around the world that are doing similar things and just going out in the world every day and making it a better place and crushing it to help other people and, you know, just enjoying life, you know, because we only get one time. So we should enjoy it, right? So right there, so right there, and I think you're, you know, this this podcast is all is called Memoirs of Successful Women, and that's why I just I love interviewing you because you're you're just demonstrating all those aspects of success, you know, and and as you said, it's defined in your own terms, in your own ways, but being able to get to a stage in your career that you've had that journey, and then now you're even comfortable enough in your business to then be able to go, you know, well, I actually am an authority in this, so I'm putting out out books and being able to then, yeah, then you're able to then blend that then with your coaching and your training that you're the actual author on this topic I think that's just such a beautiful demonstration of yeah and you're not stressed about it you're actually enjoying it you know I think that's the difference that's the barometer isn't it when it's right super, you know you will you will always have those deadline dates of you know oh my goodness where did the hours go um excuse me but it, it also a, a re, it's it's like a joy you know the joy comes out of you and then says yeah you know I'm loving this or I can actually to be able to unpack it and to be putting it into a book that other people get to benefit from right. so how about you give a plug for your books what what are your books called and how can people find them sure absolutely so the first one is called trailblazers who lead and uh, it, it's it's just about that. We had a, a visionary author, and this is really a neat neat way that this book came about because there is a person here in my local community who has for years run a very successful women's conference every year. And so I've gone to that, been a part of it, have volunteered, uh, and and I've known her, but I've never really known her. It's like I've known of her, but I've never worked with her or anything. And I'm you know just nice and friendly. Um, so she had had an anthology going and a lot of my friends were writing chapters in it. They were like, you know, you really should consider this. And I'm like, no, I don't think that's for me. You know, I don't really have anything to say. I don't, you know, I don't have anything. And um, so a, a few days before the deadline to cut off, you know, it's just like one of my friends was like, Sheila, I really think you need to do this. So I, I messaged, uh, messaged Kern, her name is Kern Cherry. So I messaged Kern and I was like, I asked her, I asked her, I said, do you have any places left? I know you're getting down to the wire. And she was like, well, you've got 24 hours. If you can write your chapter in 24 hours, <laughs> part of it. And I was like, okay, I like a challenge. Okay. I, I can do this. Yeah. So I'm in. So I did it. And it's, it was such a neat thing because all the stories, while they all were so very different, uh, they're about women who overcame things to start new things, either mm. a new business, a new church, a, a nonprofit. Uh, served in some way in their community, but and and it was all about people um, who were not in the front. So this was Kern's, uh, her desire was to push people who were in the back of the room doing these really cool things to the front and put them on stage. And she did such a beautiful job of that. Um, and she made, uh, we, we all are doing now collaborative projects. Uh, so it's like, we really became a sisterhood from that book. And it's been the coolest thing ever that I've experienced. So trailblazers who leave, and it's just about that. It's about women doing great and amazing things that, you know, you really wouldn't notice if somebody hadn't put it out there for you. Yeah. And then the second is an anthology uh, with Dr. Cheryl Wood, who is a speaker coach and just international. And she's wonderful uh, and uh, just a powerhouse. I just love her. But uh, it's called Courageous Enough to Launch. And it's, uh, again, talking about the things that you overcome 
to step out and launch your own business. So that's, that's been really good. And then I have a new one coming in January. It's another anthology. It's called Finally Free. And it's talking about the personal struggles that you overcome to, to step out and do things that you wouldn't normally do. So it's, it's been an interesting year for books for me. So it's good. Super, super exciting. <laughs> Terrific. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, tell me a little bit about who are you helping at the moment? You know, what's what sort of struggles? What sub problem are you solving? In you've got a variety of courses. That's it. You've pivoted a lot. You know, if you look at your website, right. you, you can see that you're now offering a lot of different opportunities. Where is most of the demand at the moment, and how are you helping solve those problems for people? Probably my, my two largest ones are uh, HR related. So just being compliant in a time when things are so uncertain. Yeah. Just making sure that everybody's kind of checking the, the blocks to do the right thing. Uh, and then definitely wellness. So I've I had a big, um, big demand for online type yoga and Tai Chi. Yeah. So uh, I've kind of have, I never thought I would really do that being a yoga instructor, but I was like, okay, you guys want yoga by Zoom? Okay, here we go. Let's do it. So um, those probably have been the two, two biggest things that I've done. Um, and then honestly, uh, just I've had a lot of, my third thing would be just helping people get started in business. So yeah. launching new businesses. So it's been, it's been exciting. Yeah, it is super exciting. And oh, I love, I love that because you would never think after me introducing you as an HR expert who then has your own consulting firm, you wouldn't be thinking you'd come to your website and find an online yoga course <laughs> and that that actually demonstrates but that's your side passion and this is the thing once we start getting our we get our own personal brand and people then who are then in your community and know that and they'll know you're a yoga instructor or I take people on fitness hikes for example you know right. they go well where did that come from because you're unique but those people in your in your demographic will then go I know that and I like it and that to me yeah that's business but it's also balance and I love the way Sh Sheila is um is is so calm and 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 she uses that to to empower her in a way to then even be better at business. So I love that that people who are thinking, oh, how random can you go? You can actually go pretty random if the demand's there. You know, that's what people are wanting, particularly now, why during a pandemic and you're working at home and you go, well, I can't do all the things I've done before, then, you know, that's right, an online yoga session, why not? And then you also have demonstrated that, you know, through that you also then get the personal connections. And as you and I know very well, it's yeah. a lot about, you know, you can, you can teach content and a course and the how-tos, but once you get that connection, and often it's doing the, the the sport or the social or the other things yeah. uh, allows you to really connect with the person in a way that actually helps you it builds that trust it builds mm -hmm. that relationship or the relational factors that help them you know on that journey to building building their Definitely. business and becoming yeah. successful in their own terms so I totally totally love that and also you know during a I, you know, for those people who are launching a business in a pandemic, you know, there are whole new um, factors. In some ways, it actually is great for their future proofing. If you can do that in a pandemic and set it up in a way that actually, you know, is a global, everyone is, is potential, potentially yeah. a global business now that actually although very hard you know financially and attracting customers and bits and pieces in the long term is really great that other people are struggling with that because they have to now learn to pivot whereas the new yeah. businesses are 
that's that's, that's what they were born in. They're designed to be, right? It's like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm agile. This is just, I'm a modern day business. So uh, I love the journeys that we get to share with people. And I've just loved our conversation today. I think you, you're a beautiful, beautiful person. And, and I love how you've used your whole background and who you are and, and many factors of your personal brand and faith and, and passion for helping others to be able to achieve the, the business success that you've had. Uh, and also be, you know, like growing yourself still, which is yeah. what I'm doing, putting out books, speaking globally, meeting other people. And I think that's really important for people to know that, you know, you don't, you know, those people who have learned something and then become a coach and then they just coach that, you know, if they're not, it, we've always got to be lifelong learning, right? Um, and so um, it's learning, but it's also, yeah, learning about ourselves and having learning that we have so much more to give. It never stops, right? Um, yes. So we are all on a journey and very happy to share that with others. So... Fantastic. Well, thank you for being on my program today. How can people find you, Sheila? What's your website? Um, they can find me at www. Sorry, I'll say it slow because it's long. Gulfcoasttraining.org. So, and that's where my books are. That's where my courses are. Uh, and I have tons of freebie things there for folks if anybody's interested in uh, checklists or starter lists for uh, new businesses or learning to tell your story and start speaking, that sort of thing. So we've just there are tons of things there. And if you need me, you can email me through the site. And I'm all over social media if anybody's there. So just Sheila Farr. And please contact me. I love connecting with people. Uh, and it's, I'd love it. So if there's any way I can serve anybody, I'm happy to. Fantastic. Well, I do know that my listeners, first of all, love a freebie. Who doesn't? So go to golf. <laughs> Coast Consulting check um, .org. check out um, those freebies that will just get you started. And if this conversation has resonated with you and you've connected with Sheila, yeah, definitely reach out, send her an email. All of your details will be on my podcast platform on YouTube and also um, from my website. And uh, yeah, I wish you all the best in your future success. And uh, thank you for all of your sharing today. It's been just uh, delightful. Thank you. I'm looking forward to following you for many years to come. So I appreciate you and your platform as well. So thank you for sharing that with me today. Thanks, Sheila. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Memoirs of Successful Women. You can find me at anniegibbons.com where you can download my free resources, get connected on social and check out my online magic transformation program. If you love this show, feel free to subscribe to future episodes and, of course, share it with your friends. I'll see you again soon and until then, happy podcasting.